0: It's Friday, Friday, gonna get, get down, down on, on Friday. Friday. Looking forward mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. to we, Daniel Discussion uh, Podcast.
1: Fun, fun, pod. fun. Everybody fun now. <laughs> oh. Thank you, Rebecca Black.
0: Yeah, yeah there you go. Oh, That's yeah. an oldie. But it is Friday, which means it is fun, 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 because we have the Daniel Discussion Podcast. And today's kind of unique because it is our last final podcast The final
2: Friday I like how we always choose different keys. (laughs) I know. Well, what is a key exactly? Well, they're not the same (laughs) number. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I don't have
0: any of that. In any case, so it is our final Daniel podcast, and we're ending it with a bang. And just as as we kind of started this whole Daniel discussion, uh, we are here with the one and only
1: Brad Zimmerman. Brad Zimmerman's
0: back in the house. And I'm Steve Durr and I'm here again with Thompson. Stephen Michael Michael. Thompson, named after the angel.
2: Yes. Who's in our passage today. Yeah. Sure.
0: So anyway, we uh, (laughs) will get to some actual good stuff here, but uh, we want to do a couple things. First of all, I'm going to share a little recap of what happened this past week. Different people sharing. Always wonderful to have all the different people that shared in the midst of this whole series. I think it was like 40 different people participated in this. So wonderful.
2: And so good to get so many different perspectives. That's just refreshing.
0: For sure. For sure. And then we'll talk about what in the world, what did we catch in the last section that we've had to do this week? Chapter 11 and 12, the final bits of Daniel or I'm throwing this out to you guys. You could say anything from this past series, this whole book of Daniel that you felt like you needed to hit on a what in the world there. All right, let's get started then. So let's talk about this past week. We had Jeff Steele kick us off and Jeff talked about the perspective of eternity, how our life is but dust in a moment in the perspective we had. So he talked about like, you know, all these rising and falls of kingdoms and kings and think about the average uh, soldier who mm-hmm. has to go be a part of that.
2: They just want to get home safely to the wife and kids.
0: Yeah, exactly. But, you know, they're doing it for whatever reason. But he he talked about even some of these kings and kingdoms that were such a big deal back then. Now we're looking them up in a book or we're trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Or we're, you know, they're, they're kind of gone to the uh, bin of history and we got to kind of dig them up. And that's just kind of one of those perspective moments, right? Like. What's eternal? What are we going to really invest in? Yeah, mm-hmm. Helpful. So that was good. I got to spend some time with uh, the bishop, I like to call him, Jeff mm. and Kiken. Uh, and he and I just talked about some different things. I liked how he brought up the idea of when you're facing difficult things, you're trying to swim against the current of culture and the world. You need people around you to encourage you, help you, come alongside you, uh, and the importance of recognizing that in the midst of difficulty... God can bring change to our lives. Leslie Tompkins, she has a great podcast voice. Did you pick that up? She really does. I or think it'd be good. maybe great teaching. Like, yeah. she's a teacher. She was a teacher. It does help. She that has that nice she little pacing and everything. So le- if Leslie's listening, you should be patting yourself on the back. And Jimmy should be making you some breakfast in the morning or something. <laughs> I don't know. But um, she just talked about the temptation to give up often when we don't see anything positive and see life as just spiraling downward. In the end, though, we recognize that God brings evil to an end. And hope, I like. she said this essentially, hope is hiding in the hurt. And we have to ask God to help us wait for it and see it. And then finally, there was this guy named Steve Thompson. All right. Stephen Michael Thompson. That who one shared, was kind of
1: passable. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, you know, it was mid.
1: <laughs> That's joking. what my kids would say,
0: mid. He mailed that even... one in. <laughs> it was really good, though. It I mean, was. you do a fantastic job sharing about the kind of literature Daniel is and Revelation. And we'll, we may get into this a little bit later, but why it's so important to... Read it in a particular way because it can impact our very life. And you, I loved how you just brought up the point of who is discipling you, who's your ultimate allegiance, and how might God, you know, work through hard things. And the good news is that death doesn't win. So, after a f- great week, a great podcast uh, series, let's blow this thing up. <laughs> exactly. So,
2: do you want to kick us off with what in the world? I don't. Let's have brag. I don't have a what in the world for this, so.
1: The the first one that you guys might readily have the answer to. Probably not. That and I have taken I have a an a, answer. I have taken a different view during this devotional series than I have in the past. In the past, I participated as like somebody who did a day and would end up like researching more on things. And this one, I just tried to like take it in and actually purposefully not do any research. Are we
0: supposed to do some research and study? I
1: mean, some people do. And and... (laughs) I only had five commentaries to try and get through this one. And so, uh, so you might readily have this answer, but I, cause I didn't look it up, but where is Daniel 11 verse one? Because, Now i got to look
2: it up here. Yeah, we're both getting out our phones.
1: Because it starts, Daniel uh, chapter 11 starts with verse 2. There is no verse 1, unless I'm really missing something, and we'll cut all this out.
0: Is it 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 at the end of 10? It's above the heading. Is it above (laughs) the heading? Yes, it is.
1: But I let me see this. Oh, it's at the end of ten. Interesting. See oh,
0: wow, I was actually right there. I thought I was like just making a joke.
1: No, it, it shoved it at the end of at the end of ten. And because I didn't it notice does it.
2: flow from it's still part of that. And they wanted yeah. to keep it part of that. And
0: it's a great reminder that all of these things, headings, verses. Yeah. yeah was all added arbitrary later for our own ability to participate thinking yeah
1: Yeah, so if anybody else was wondering where it was when if you looked at it in your bible i thought that was really weird that i went to because i was like i'm just gonna read through 11 and 12 straight through and just uh read those and i'm like why, why Where does it go? just start with two? Where's it's like the rest a phantom verse. Yeah.
2: Well, and then too, just, I mean, for, to add to that, like yeah. in the stuff that I was reading, like for sure the first four, five verses of chapter 12 are very much part of chapter 11. Like it's all very much part of the same vision. So it's really hard to divide this up. Right. I think that is a
0: great reminder for us though, that when we read scripture uh, to try to recognize it's one Big document. It's a whole and W H O L, not H O L E. Sorry. Yes. Wow, that's pretty good. All right. So Tom, so you didn't necessarily have a what in the world per se. I'm
2: gonna go with a, a what in the word. Ooh, uh, I like that. Le- well, you want to go with the what in the world first? Oh for what was me, yours? Yeah. I feel like I've
0: been talking a lot. I guess for me it was I just liked this imagery in Daniel eleven, starting verse thirty six, says the king. This is the king of the north who's like the the really bad guy. King, uh, he'll do as he pleases, exalting himself, claiming to be greater than every god, even blaspheming the god of gods. He'll succeed, but only under the until the time of wrath is complete, for what has been determined will surely take place. And then, so he just sounds unstoppable. He thinks he's the man. And then you get to verse 45. But while he's there, this is right at the end, his time will suddenly run out and no one will help him. <laughs> it's like he's got all this power, and at the end, he's just by himself. And he's gone. I mean, it just ends. It's like his, his parking meter expired. Along comes the parking person, gives him a ticket. No one's going to pay it. It's gone. Now, that is a powerful illustration. <laughs> That'll <laughs> preach. It just, it just kind of happened. Nice. But anyway, I, just, I thought that was kind of a what in the world. Like, how can you go from so powerful to utterly alone? Yeah. That's just interesting. It is. Yep. So what in the uh, word there, Bradley?
1: I can basically sum up. Uh, a lot of what in the worlds and what in the words with Daniel 12, 8. And Daniel 12, 8 says this I heard what he said, <laughs> but I did not understand what he meant. Right. <laughs> yeah. the,
0: that should have been our subtitle for the entire series. Yeah, well, a good especially
1: call. for the second half of the book. Yeah. It feels very much like once you get past the children's book stories. Yeah. You get into this, like, hear what you're saying, but I have no idea what you meant by that. I'm nodding
0: along because I'm supposed to probably know. Yeah. But I have no idea.
1: Yeah. A lot of it just is. I mean, it's these dreams and visions and these stories of times and times and a half. And, you know, you get into all of these things that make me kind of want to just like glaze over and like turn off and be like, I don't know what this is. And Leslie was, uh, you know, sharing in her podcast about how like she got her passage and she was like, why did I choose this passage? Yeah, I know I
0: asked her that too. I said, what was it about this? She's like, the date worked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even look at the passage she was like, Yeah, like, I can do it at that day. yeah that's good that's I some love serious
0: it. spirit confidence like right mm-hmm. and
1: she's had to ask herself like okay so what is this because right. this is crazy and so like she had to go do some research and through that research learn some things and had some different things pop out to her and I was struck by at the end of her sharing, she talked about like, how often do I do that in other places when I get to that like roadblock or I get to that thing? And and at least that's how I was hearing it and interpreting it. um, And I felt like God was just kind of pointing that out to me as well, because. You know, in the past, like in other ones, I've done a regular podcast and I've ended up going to commentaries and wanting to like figure out like what's kind of some of the underlying stuff that you may not get when you just read it. And you end up finding some cool things and you end up learning some things that like open up your eyes to see things differently. And, and a lot of times I feel like God speaks through that, which is really, really cool that taking a really educational view of scripture a lot of times can open up Holy Spirit to talk to you. And it's not just a, like, I'm going to read these things and hope yeah. that, you know, something it's happens. It's not an
0: academic exercise. Yeah.
1: It doesn't have to just be an academic exor- exercise. And I felt like God was saying like, you know, all those times in life where you feel like you wish I was speaking and you keep saying like, God, why aren't you here? Why aren't you showing up? Like, have you taken that extra deep dive? Have you gone into that research academic mode almost of like, God, okay, where are you at? Like in this situation, why am I not seeing you? Where are you in the midst of this? And I I think I'm just challenged to go to that place.
0: I do think it reminds me of that passage when Jesus said, keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. And Leslie, you know, she did. She did some reading, she did all that. But at the end, it sounded like she just had an open heart, an open mind and and read it again and there saw the words and the spirit just kind of shared it. So I, I love that you can do a lot of the, the study, all of that, it, but it's always most powerful when in the midst of all of that, we, like you said, we hear from God something um, like fresh bread for the day kind of a thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's worth, can I just add this, like it's, I think it's worth going into, because again, this is a text from an ancient culture in a completely different language, in this case, two different languages. And so it's worth trying to understand the original context that the original writer was trying to convey to the original readers. But yeah, I think the rhema is what we all long for, right? It's that fresh speaking of God to us personally. And that said, Uh, I think I'll just share, honestly, something that um, I've been going through while reading Daniel that has brought Daniel more to to life and bear on my own life. And that is my daughter-in-law, as you two guys know, um, has undergone surgery. She was diagnosed with a tumor that was in a very precarious situation at the base of her skull at the top of her, um, spine, thank you, spine, (laughs) medical terms, whatever. She had that removed and all the while leading up to this surgery a couple weeks ago, we've been praying for God to miraculously move it. I have had more faith. I think that God was going to do something impressive in this case. And so it was honestly disappointing that God did not miraculously remove the yeah. tumor the way I wanted him to. And he was actually driving home from the prayer room in the middle of the night where I started to express my frustrations with God in that. And God said something to me that will forever stick with me now. he, he Basically, the thought came into my mind that I feel like was God's voice. Steve, do you really think that I don't love your kids more than you do? Yeah. And just that thought paused me. It just stopped the the complaining right there in my tracks. And there was two things to it. One, that is immensely powerful for me to think that our Father God could love my kids more than I can love my kids. Um, So there's that. That's hugely comforting. But the flip side of that was it was a revelation of my lack of trust that God does in fact care very deeply about them and wants to be in relationship with them far more than I could possibly want for them. And so in that moment I said, okay, God, I hear you, but honestly I would love to have a revelation then of what you are doing. (laughs) Like what, where have you been in all of this? And so uh, it's kind of been an interesting process since then of hearing stories then from both Spencer and Maya, as well as Maya's mom who's with them through the whole thing of how God I think it in in non miraculous ways I think we could say but and yet really it's got to be a God thing how he was with her how there were answers to prayer how there were little things and it's man it's not any proof for God but for me it was God inviting me to recognize his hand behind the scenes yeah. of what I could see and so for me while we're reading this book where there's just craziness going on And I didn't get a dream or a vision, but I felt like through these stories, God has said, I'm here, I'm with you, I'm with them, I am working. And so that has meant the world to me to feel like I've kind of, I can relate to Daniel. It's in a much more personal, smaller thing, not a national you know, geopolitical deal, but God's saying, I I am working behind the scenes and I'd like you to see it and know it. And it's been faith building and I'm in awe. So, yeah. Yeah, that's Thanks been a for cool little that. piece of this Daniel journey for me.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that and and I mean for those who don't know the surgery was a was it a went success as well it went as, as it could, well as it could go. 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 Good. Yep. That's good. So, what in the word, I think this comes down to the trust again. And I really was moved by the promise in the seeds of promise of resurrection. Is I think how you talked about it in Daniel 12. There's going to be a time of anguish greater than any since nations first came into existence. But at that time, every one of your people whose name is written in the book, first of all, that imagery there, um, your name written in—and I'll just use the Lamb's Book of Life or the Book of Life. But that kind of reminds me a little bit of Santa Claus, you know, the (laughs) naughty and nice book. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I don't want to say that. But the idea that for those who are putting their hope and their trust in God, God's people, God's family— he has a family journal, and your name is written. The, the thought that God loves you and loves your kids so much that their names written down, and right. you know what I mean. So,
2: There's I like a permanence that. to that, and a specialness to it.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, but then it just says, many of those uh, whose body lie dead and buried in the dust will rise up, and soon some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting disgrace. Um, that part's not so exciting. No, but the idea of resurrection. That then leads to that kind of judgment moment we uh, we see at different times in the Bible, but then it says verse thirteen at the end, "As for you, go your own way into the end, you will rest, and then at the end of the days, you will rise again to receive the inheritance set before you. I just love resurrection because it's not going to heaven to a disembodied state someday in some kind of dimension of heaven uh, forever. There's that promise that God is going to renew and restore all things, new creation here on earth, that heaven comes down to earth and we have new spirit-fueled, empowered bodies, the same kind of bodies Jesus had when he was resurrected. And I love that promise because that's kind of an eternal perspective I can get behind. Yeah. And I just think is, is powerful. And we get to see the ways of heaven start cracking into our current circumstances now. Yeah. So when we pray for people for healing, mm-hmm. when we pray for God to change a heart, when God changes a life, when we feed the hungry, whatever, it's kind of those little moments where the kingdom of God, the ways of heaven are starting to kind of, you know, spread out here and now. Yeah. And we get to be a part of that, which I, I love. And the other thing I'll just say real quick is some of my favorite um, moments in, when I worship uh, through singing is there's been a number of people in our faith family who have passed away through the last almost 20 years. And there's times when I'm worshiping as a faith family and some of their faces come to mind where they used to sit. And I imagine that they're before God in his throne room joining in. Mm. And I love that hope that the people we love, the people we care for, the people we've walked with, in the end, we're going to all be gathered and praising and joining God. And so I don't let, let's do it now. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I just love the promise that death doesn't win.
2: Yeah, that's really, really good. The only thing that I was going to add that doesn't add any dimension to that, but I just find it intriguing that Daniel didn't have that picture of it. That wasn't revealed until Jesus, Right. right. that we get to start experiencing that life now. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Daniel, it was wait until then. But as he had a vision of what Jesus meant in Daniel 7, in chapter 7. But the, Jesus then says, no, you get to experience this starting now, which mm. is what enables us to start bringing the kingdom in the here and now yeah. and starting to taste it. So that's kind of this whole reality that we get to take advantage of that Daniel actually didn't. But that's a beautiful thing. I, I love that picture. I love that you even think of those things during worship. That's yeah. inspiring. Yes. You no,
0: know, I just love that. It's just, uh, it's like living out the promises of what we have, yeah. right? Envisioning yeah. the promises that yeah. we have. Uh, and it's just a
2: beautiful uh, picture. I would be in tears every Sunday if I thought yes. that, that direction. Right. That's just yeah. so powerful.
0: Well, um, Brad, any final thought uh, on the Daniel Devo- First of all, I want to say thank you to Brad for doing yes. all the tech work behind the scenes. <laughs> (laughs) Helping edit, taking out about 500 of my ums (laughs) a couple times. But Brad's done a great job really helping facilitate the whole system to make this possible for all of us as watermarkers to participate this. Thank you all for listening and participating.
2: And for
1: your feedback, too,
0: along the way. That's been cool. That has been good. So, Brad, any final thoughts?
1: No, I'm I'm just grateful for how uh, we get to, again, we get to hear this, that we get to... Hear how God is showing up and speaking to people in different ways. We get to understand these different perspectives in ways that um, we don't normally get to hear. Uh, I think it's just so good, and just to hear people read Scripture. I one of my favorite ways to hear Scripture is just to hear it read aloud, and so just that aspect of it is just so good.
0: Well, would you close us in prayer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. God, I thank you for the way um, that you have spoke. You have been speaking to us individually. You've been speaking to us corporately. You've been speaking through watermarkers and through your word. And God, I just thank you that you are God who speaks, that your voice can be heard. And God, I pray that you would continue to speak, uh, whether it's through your scripture or through conversations or uh through a sunday morning or through a group whatever it may be that god you would continue to speak I I thank you for the way that you spoke to Tomps and that uh you revealed yourself to him in the midst of uh just a hard hard situation that isn't over God I pray for those who are in those hard situations the places that feel desperate that feel like you're just not there that you're not speaking God, it's not all resurrection. It doesn't feel like resurrection all the time. And so, God, would you just so clearly speak to those people right now who are listening that are just in that crap place, that place where they just wish uh, you would show up and just make everything right, but it just doesn't seem like it's going that way. God, would you just show up and, and walk alongside them in the midst of it? God, we thank you that you're a God who wants to do that and that is doing that. So just go with us. In your name we pray. And everybody said? Amen. 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 Make it so.